Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. I am your host, Drew. Take my hand and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And today we're going to talk about if you're emotionally available. Emotionally available. Well, I mean, I deal with my emotions on a daily basis, don't I? So does that does that make me emotionally available? No, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Well, not necessarily in the sense that it's more complicated than that. We're talking about being emotionally available to... Be in somebody's life, be there with them in the present, to be able to share your feelings, to be able to be expressive to them and to be able to have a relationship with them. So in that sense, I'm asking you, are you emotionally available? I'm asking if you are willing to be open emotionally and there for someone, you know, love them, be willing to love and also be be willing to get love back. I think a lot of us are damaged inside and we shut ourselves off so we don't necessarily give ourselves the actual gift of affection on both sides, reciprocating as well as, 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 well as receiving. It doesn't happen. So we enter these relationships and we get so far. We only get so far before the other person realizes, wow, this person's really closed off to me. And it sucks. It's not fair because now you're dealing with somebody who who you've given your time to, you've given your 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 emotions. You've put yourself out there. The other person only gave you like a quarter of it or a half of it. But there's a lot missing from that. And it sucks because now you're like, well, I kind of feel I feel for this person. I want to be there for this person, but maybe I can work my way into their life. And sometimes, you know, like like a combination lock over time, people give more. People give more and then people finally open up enough. But they're still holding on. But why should it be that way? Why should you have to sit there and pick somebody apart until you get all of them? Like you have to earn it like a prize. I'm not saying don't have your guard up a little bit. You know, when you first meet somebody, kind of have like a, you know, common ground. But some people are just so shut off. It's like, well, <laughs> you think you're going to get to know me. You got another thing coming. You got to like bleed for me. You got to bleed out before I give you anything. And that stems from a lot of trauma in the past. Some people are afraid to open up. Some people have had traumatic experiences with their loved ones, family, mother and father, where they were abused or treated poorly, not on a physical level per se. I mean, that, that's that's another reason. But just on an emotional level, where the people that they're supposed to be able to love and 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 not worry about being hurt by are hurting them. So they they're like so they get to this logic where if somebody who who had me in their life from day one, who birthed me and uh, cleaned my behind and fed me, can't love me or give me the pure natural love that I that I deserve coming into this world and being nurtured, why would anybody off the street just love me? Why would somebody just give me the love that I never got at home naturally? It's a good question. To be a skeptic, it's very common. 
It's not uncommon. But in reality, there are people that are willing to love you and take care of you and be there for you if you give them the chance. But it's very, it's very, it's a very daunting thing to think about when if you've never known real love from home, where you're supposed to get it like right out the gate. And and I'm sure a lot of you out there feel this way or still have struggle opening up. It's really, it really sucks. It's it's a it's a it's a strange feeling. I I dealt with it for a long time, um, in, in certain ways that I didn't, you know, I didn't even realize that I had a that I had like a fence up. I didn't realize it. I almost felt kind of weird when somebody wanted to be with me or somebody felt a certain way about me. I felt weird about it. I felt like, why me? Why? Like what? You almost kind of attack yourself. You almost like it's like an inverse. Like, well, I don't see anything great about me. I don't see why somebody would want to give me the time or day. It's really, it's really messed up. Growing up, sometimes you get, you get handed, you know, the shit end of the stick with certain things and you got to deal with it. And it's like a sentence you're given and then you got to overcome it. And sometimes you don't realize you have it until you meet other people in this world. And you're like, wow, I am, I have issues. I'm a, I'm a broken person. I need to be fixed. And it, sometimes it happens when you get into to serious relationships, you meet a significant other, or sometimes even friendships. Like your friends love you, and you you know you love your friends, you'll do things for your friends, but sometimes it's hard to be giving to your friends because they're outsiders to an extent, right? They're not part of your your home tribe at, at one point. They're not they're not blood relatives to you, so it's very hard to see that, right? Well, you you have loving parents, you have people in your life that that's a baseline, but you're going to come over here and you're going to treat me the same way. I don't think so. Well, my parents don't love me like that. Why would you? What what reason do you have? Or sometimes we have skeptics. We have people that also are oh no, well, we'll say skeptic in the sense that what they want they think is maybe you're trying to take advantage of me or you want something from me. Is that what it is? What's your hidden what's your um what's your hidden agenda? That's another one. People that have gone through traumas in their life think there's a hidden agenda. Why are you being nice to me? You probably want something from me. Well, I'm I'm sorry. You're just not you're not just gonna come in here and take what's mine. You know, there there's so many different scenarios that people deal with, and it's it's horrible because we try to love people that deserve to be loved, and they don't want to be loved. They're great people, but they have this one minor defect, and instead of overcoming it, they just go from relationship to relationship, being this is who I am. This is quote unquote who I am, and this is what you're going to deal with. And if you like, if you love me for me, then that's that's what you're going to get. And it's screwed up. There's a lot of damaged people out there that are not willing to change or don't even realize they have an issue. And it it really does it really does impede on their progress as human beings on this world, especially on a relationship level, whether it's friendships or family. It really is. And and, and in reality, it's crazy that but the people that they do love genuinely and are always starving to get their affection in return or the people that won't the, the people that won't give it to them and it's usually the the abuser the person at, at home like their family their, their their mother and father that won't give it to them and that's the only person they're actually giving the time of day to even though they've been proven that, that that their parent rental units don't want to love them or don't want to give them the love and affection that they need it's so weird how that works right somebody's out here willing to give it to you and be there for you and you're like no there's something wrong with you Stay away, and then I'm gonna go run home to my family and 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 starve for the affection of my my parents, which I'll never get. It's such a crazy thing, right? But the, it it happens all the time. It happens all the time. 
But just know that you're not alone out there. If you feel this way, I'm not coming down to you guys. I want you to reach out to me. I just want to know, have you dealt with this in your life as the person who is trying to love someone and feels like, wow, I, I just can't. I want to love this person. I want to, I want to be there for this person, but there's nothing that I can do. I'm like trapped. I'm like locked out. And no matter what I try, no matter what I do, and no matter how much I prove myself, this person just doesn't want to open up enough. Or maybe you're that person that doesn't want to open up. And I want to know why. Maybe there's other reasons that I don't that I haven't mentioned, and I'm sure there is. And I would love to hear about them on this podcast. I would love for our listeners to also listen, listen in and talk about these things too. We're all looking to be better. We're always looking to grow and be the best version of ourselves possible. And sometimes we don't we don't get to start off with the best possible mindset. And that could destroy a lot of things for us when our mindset is off. And I want you all to be healthy physically and mentally. Um, to do anything in this world, you have to be. If you're not, then you're uh you're not living your best life. Forget about money. If you're if you're if your your health is not is is not the best. You are not living your best life. Do not slight yourself on mental and physical health. I cannot stress this enough. This is something that is widely overlooked in America, especially where, you know, people work tremendous stressful hours working on the next venture or doing something, not sleeping enough. I get it. You want to get there. The early bird gets the worm. If you're a minute late, you're already been replaced. I understand the mentality. And I'm, I live in New York. New York is dog eat dog. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> who it's pretty hard over here. So I understand it. But in the, in the, in the, in the thick of things, in the end of the day, you die alone in this world. And if, if God forbid something were to happen to you, or you've, you had been diagnosed with something, the world would stop. And you would just think about your health. I just want you to understand that you have to really, really gauge that and take care of yourself. And if you don't, and if you don't, uh, you don't think you can deal with things, there's plenty of help out there that you can you could reach out to people and you could say hey listen I need help talk to people don't don't shut yourself out don't shudder yourself because there are a lot of people that shudder themselves and think they're in it alone and there's nobody out there to help them and reality there's so many people out there that that struggle with the same same issues and uh unfortunately the people that don't don't reach out you know they might go to some really dark places I know suicide has been has been a thing and uh it's obviously it's still a thing or people just feel like they're alone or they they they're trying to escape their pain. It's it's horrible. It's 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 turmoil. It's turmoil that I that I that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. But, you know, we all we all start at different points in our lives and we're all we're all trying to be better human beings, but sometimes you don't get a good start. There are people that get really get the shit end of the stick and come from really dark places and are just trying to just breathe and survive and it's very hard. So I also want you to be mindful of people that have mental illnesses or people that are shut off. And, you know, it's frustrating sometimes because when you're with somebody, you're with someone and you really get frustrated. Because listen, at the end of the day, you want you want that person to respond to you and you don't get that response. And it's like, I've fucking tried everything. What else do you want? What else do you want me to do? And I'm sure that person wants to, but they just need somebody to hold their hand, somebody other than you, the person that wants their affection or wants their understanding in return or wants or you want them to open up. Those people are not going to open up to you necessarily. They need to be <laughs> configured. They need to, their, their, their brain needs to be opened up and kind of logically understand it. 
Some people don't understand why they're like that too. They kind of have to reason with you. You ever have an issue? You ever have a problem you can't figure out? And it's not like a, like a, you know, how do I put this, uh, how do I put this together, glue this together and make this structure or build something? It's more like, I can't wrap my head around this idea or understanding of this. It doesn't make sense to me. And then somebody sits there and explains it and breaks it down to you. And you start to make some headway and it starts to really make sense. You start to kind of like, oh, oh, you have like a, an aha moment, like an epiphany. It's the same thing. Uh, that's why people go to therapy. It's like a sparring, it's like a verbal sparring session. Uh, questions are asked, different questions are asked. And it's, it's a party that doesn't have a part in your life besides being a professional. I'm not saying it's for everyone because there are some people that, you know, they do other things for therapy. But I always, I always recommend seeing a professional possibly. Maybe they can just talk to you. Just talking sometimes is worth it. Sometimes the questions they ask, the things that they say, in a different regard, in a different way, because it, it's it's that they're not trying to solve your problem the way they for themselves. They're trying to find help you navigate through your problem the way that you would handle it, and that's that's a struggle. When you give advice, giving advice is a very dangerous thing. I'm giving advice; it's a very dangerous thing. Um, I try to read up on a lot of things I talk about, and I also talk about from things from experience as well. But I am by all means not a professional at all, so. What I tell you is just from experience and some things that, I, that I've seen and read, uh, but I always recommend if you're really having a struggle and you're really going down a dark path, always try to reach out to somebody who's a professional that can help diffuse the situation. They deal with patients on all levels that, are, uh, that have some really heavy uh, psychological issues as well. They understand and, and understand and know how to navigate through those waters because people have some really bad thoughts. People go through, go through some really tough things in their life. So I just want to be uh, like a friend to you and talk. And, and if, if there's something I could help you with, or there's a question that you could ask that I might have a little, some knowledge on, because I have been down some dark paths myself, I would love to help you. But in the end of the day, if you're really feeling like you're, you're having a really hard time with life and you know, you're, you're having some bad thoughts, always go to a professional, seek professional help, reach out, reach out. I mean, I, I heard, I think there's even a website I had to double check. There's a website that you can actually Instead of going to an office and spend a lot of money on a doctor, there's there's like a monthly plan where you could have a uh, a FaceTime visit and, and a video call in the privacy of your own home that's a little more discreet. So that's that's even a plus. Technology is, is taking a step to get us in that direction where we can we could do things a little more comfortable. Because a lot of people, some people are afraid. I don't want to be that person. Oh, what do you you know sitting in an, in a waiting room, people looking at you? You know, it's just it, listen. We all have our insecurities. And I, we want to make it as, as painless as possible. So look into those options as well. I think that would be a great way for uh, some of you that may have these, these issues to, to, to get to seek help or do it, do it without, without anybody really knowing about it. And I, I know some people don't want to talk about it with friends. They don't want to tell their, their family that they're going to a therapist. Like, oh, you know, they don't want to feel like a weirdo and there's nothing wrong with getting help. There's nothing wrong with bettering yourself. So if anybody ever thinks that, you're weird for doing that, then go fuck themselves because that is asinine, okay? Everybody has problems. You can either deal with them or you don't. The people that don't deal with them, those are the assholes. The people that decide, oh, I'm I'm not dealing with that. Screw that. I'm just gonna, you know, no. Fires don't get put out by themselves. You have to throw some water on it. You have to sit there and you have to work through it. That's the best way because we're gonna prolong the inevitable. 
problems pile up on problems and things get worse and worse and worse. And it just creates more of an issue. Do you want to you want to solve this down the road or you want to get it now? There's beautiful, there's beautiful things in life that we have. There's amazing people out there that we can meet. And wouldn't you want to be the best version of yourself when you meet the love of your life or you meet the next companion that you want to do stuff with? You want to be the best version of yourself. You don't want to say, oh, this person's great, but shit, man, I got this issue now. No. You want to get you want to get past this hump in your life and you want to worry about more important problems. Like worry about other things, solve other problems, go to the next problem. But this one, your mental, your sanity, your health, this is number one, not something to play around with at all. Please don't play around with this. It can, it could do wreak havoc on everything. And sometimes your mental health has also impeded on your progress in a career. Maybe you're doubtful about yourself. You, you discover so many things about yourself. After you realize that the things that you were thinking had nothing to do necessarily with, with the work, it was just the, how you felt about your, your self-image. But being emotionally available for somebody else comes down to your ability to love and, and, and give and to be able to unlock yourself and just say, hey, here I am. It's a very big step. There are a lot of people that go through this. A lot. I was told not to show emotion per se. You know, you, um, you know men don't cry. Men, you know, suck it up kind of thing. And you know, I thought it was a more masculine thing to kind of hide my feelings sometimes. It, sometimes it was very hard to, but I got shamed for it. And you go out into the world and, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that think that way. And it's like, oh, I'll deal with it. I'll just put it off. And people cope with things in a lot of dangerous ways. So the people out there, quote unquote, coping with it by taking all types of, you know, drugs and stuff and however they deal with it besides, you know, actually opening up about it. But don't get it mixed up everybody there are a lot of people in the same boat and i want you guys to go out there and try to be the best version of yourselves that is my rant for today i love you all and please reach out to me on the meaningful hearts podcast at ig as well as at gmail.com love you all have a great night